0: Welcome to Inside Legion, the podcast that takes place inside David Holler's mind. I'm Alex. I'm
1: Justin Uh, in the brain. I'm Pete.
0: And we're going to be talking about chapter 24 of Legion, a.k.a. the one where it all goes down, a.k.a. where everybody dies. Oh boy, are you doing okay? Pete, I watched this episode and
2: I was worried about you. Are you all right? Are you doing okay? I'm fucking worried, man. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, because my favorite fucking character died. Uh, Clark. No. Clark's. Hamish, Hamish Linklater. No,
1: Clark's partner.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> just
1: one of it, the random mustache robots.
0: What the
2: the the big bus they were driving in? Who is the person I say is a goddamn national treasure? Oh, the dirigible.
1: Yeah, you love balloons.
0: <laughs> The other day we got Pete a haircut We got him a balloon He was so happy
1: So happy It's weird that you associate balloons with the haircuts
0: uh, We go to this place for the kids <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very specific
2: Lenny motherfuckers Lenny Lenny oh, Aubrey yeah. yes, uh, Plaza. you guys not know this? That's,
1: okay. no, I That's a that character name. you love and relentlessly speak of uh, Yes, yeah.
0: Pete Did you get your ticket for a child play yet? You excited <laughs> to see child's play? <laughs> no. You gonna check that out? No You clearly are not a big Audrey Plaza fan I am too all right, let's get into a recap before we get into this episode because lots of stuff to talk down. David Holler is the most powerful mutant to the world. He has virtually unlimited power and he has used it to create a cult along with his friend, Lenny, who is played by Aubrey Plaza. Uh, now, despite that, David isn't that happy, and part of the reason he's not that happy is because he broke bad last season, went a little nuts. He erased his girlfriend Sid's mind and Mm. took advantage of her, basically raped her. He was put on trial, escaped from the trial, and went off to uh, create this cult. But he blames it all on Amal Farouk, a.k.a. the Shadow Shadow King, King. who was a parasite. Thank you for backing me up, like some sort of... uh, I'm your hype man, dude. Fact yeah, yeah, check. So, come on, bro. <laughs> uh, Amal Farouk, the Shadow King, uh, who was a parasite who lived in his brain from when he was a little baby, eventually regaining his own body. Now Amal Farouk is working with ostensibly the good guys in Division 3. That includes Sid. That also includes Carrie and Carrie. Pete, you know the difference between those, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh yep. Okay, so... No uh, need to dwell on it. It's yeah.
1: Carrie and Carrie. Yes, exactly. we, all, we
0: all know the difference between that was the two really them. well pronounced. Uh, one Thank of you. them has a sword, is super strong and excitable. Uh, the other one is super smart and able to do machines, a la Donatello. Which one is it, Pete? Carry or Carrie? Carrie. No, that's, that's sorry, the, it's the other, other one. one. Uh, you were so close. This Wait, time. is very it really close. the other
2: one? And Carrie is the one that is the swords? Yeah, no, no, you listen. got
0: it wrong. You got it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry.
1: Carrie is the
0: scientist right? of swords.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh There's also another dude who works for Division Three. His name is Clark. He was horribly burned in the very uh. first episode uh, due to an altercation with David. And there's Tanami. Tanami used to be a regular mutant dude until he died, and then his brain was put in a computer. He now works with a bunch of women with bowl cuts and mustaches who are He's also got a robots. Sick Mohawk though, yeah. He- Oh, yeah, he does have, like, a sick mohawk. That's true. Uh, And, uh, yeah, so they pilot this dirigible that's been flying over the Earth. They've been trying to track down David. However, David, in the meantime, has allied himself with a time traveler named Switch. Switch has the ability to go back in time. It's been pretty difficult for her. But Carrie, not Carrie, has been amplifying Mm -hmm. her powers uh, and allowing her to travel back in time. David... Originally thought if he could go back and present prevent himself from being taken over by Amal Farouk, he could change history. Wouldn't that be good for everybody? Yeah. Obviously, it would only be good for him, but it didn't matter. Uh, but then he lost Switch the last episode when Carrie, not Carrie, took Switch up to the dirigible <laughs> saying, don't worry, you're safe now. Not knowing that Switch was really on David's side. So that's really where we leave everybody. Uh, heading into this episode, which was a big action episode where David goes to war with Division Three and awful, awful things happen. And David can never be forgiven ever, ever again.
2: Yep. And also Time Cats, the musical.
0: Yes. Time Cats, the musical. Uh, do you want to do a quick recap of what when happened? Uh, when happened for watch, us? Watch what happens? Yeah. Watch what happens. Uh, what,
2: what? <laughs>
1: Yes, I think Stop I can do try- that. Um, Stop
0: trying to make hoppies happen.
1: <laughs> that's a weird thing. Jesus
0: Christ.
2: Um,
1: we get a great action sequence right at the top with um, uh, who we find out is Clark's partner. Yeah. Uh, uh, driving a bus with a bunch of mustache robots, and uh, David confronts them. This was such a good sequence, I thought. Oh, it
2: really was. And
1: yeah. uh, kills them and uh, like erases the memory of Clark's partner uh, to get uh, the, look, the fact that the dirigible is a thing and the... Lo- his chance to find the location of it. David's in full villain mode the entire time. Uh, I love the credits. There was
2: a moment when it wasn't, and I thought maybe they, were, they would try to get Lovewood went over, but... Turns out, no. Fuck
1: no. That's the real lesson here. Great opening credit bit with the. Uh,
2: oh, yeah. That you took me those? right back. Oh, my God. It really did take me right back. The p- little pills you drop yeah, in water and, that, and they oh, turn oh, into yeah. dinosaurs is what you usually yeah. got. But yeah. in this yeah. case,
1: it spelled out Legion. I thought that was Amazing. great. Um, carrying on this theme of uh, all the damage was done to uh, David Legion as a child, and it's having horrible consequences for the world and all of our characters. Um, Lenny uh, Well David goes back To his fun cult uh, Where he's confronted By Lenny Lenny's like Hey man I don't want to do this. I have seen the rest of the world. Uh, also,
2: she was really hurt in the last episode.
0: Right. I Actually, I forgot to recap this. So there's these things called time demons, as we mentioned, who live in the passageway and the space in time between time, uh, the passageway that Switch can access. They got released. They attacked everybody and put them through horrible trauma, but nobody worse than Lenny, who watched... Her wife, I guess, her girlfriend, give birth to their baby. The baby grow up, grow old, and die in front of her in basically a matter of minutes. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it
0: destroyed her.
1: It destroyed her. So when she comes back to David- And changed her. Being a parent changed her. She even says that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, So when she comes back and confronts David, she's like, I'm done. She's already been waffling. She's already wanted to get out of there. But she's like, no, I'm leaving no matter what.
1: Uh, she says, you blockhead. Again, another Charlie Brown reference.
0: Yes. Now, uh, I wanted to take a little sidestep because we are talking about the Tide Demons and the Charlie Brown thing. Uh, we had a listener named Cody Davis who wrote into us, sent us a message. Uh, Says, hey, guys, late to the pod, but love Legion. A couple of things I've thought that I haven't heard from any analysis. Why so much Charlie Brown? The constant trope of David asking, do I deserve love, combined with the openness of mental illness, and the constant football moments all remind me of the Peanuts title, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Yeah. I think that's fair. And I think also... To the blockhead thing that really drew an underline what we were talking about last week. She's Lucy. Yeah, she's Lucy and he's Charlie Brown.
1: Which is interesting because then her killing herself, which she does, stabs herself in the neck, is that the ultimate football. She sets down and then swipes away.
0: Yeah, that's how you play football, I think. Right? You yeah. stab yourself <laughs> in the deck. I mean, I've such, never watched it. There's
1: some truth to that, but no, I mean, maybe there's going to be a metaphor there or a connection between the action and all of the Charlie Brown uh, references.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other thing he says is the other big thing that no one has seemed to pick up on is the time demons very closely resemble blue meanies from the Beatles' Yellow Submarine cartoon movie. Blue, big nose, masked head, ghoulish smile. Blue meanies were a music-hating race which represented all the bad people in the world. The blue meanies arrive in Pepperland and do everything they can to oppress the peaceful, music-loving paradise, in the process stripping color from the world, much like the time demons turn the world into dust. That's all thanks, Cody. Thank you, Cody, for writing wow, in. Man, Cody. the Beatles
2: were fucked up. <laughs> yeah, they were.
0: They were. Do you think they were doing any drugs?
1: I know. I think they were just imaginative, and they yeah. had a lot of time on their okay. Very creative. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cool, um, cool, cool. Who but I the think somebody uses the that's a blue good, meanies. Well, I think that's a good catch for the blue meanies. Like, yeah, no, I think They I love look that. exactly the same yeah. now that Cody imagines it. Uh, and sort of do
1: that they're, they're being mean. They're pl- like playing pranks on them because yeah. they... Uh, our eating time. It makes me really s- scared for the Cats, the musical. Seems unrelated, but maybe they are. There's mm. something wrong with the Cats musical movie, so maybe that's what Yeah, maybe this is a prequel? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, they were blue, and then they started, like, being sexual and being the wrong size. <laughs> uh, that's my hot take on the Cats trailer. Cool. Uh, so we get into another time traveler. Wait, uh, can we
0: pause, though, on Letty dying? How'd you feel, Pete? I oh. know we talked about this a little bit, but... I was very worried about you at that moment.
2: Well, here's the thing. Like, I really love the character choice that they made. The fact that Lenny has been this kind of, like, evil whatever. And the fact that she really, for the first time, got a taste of real life and, like, responsibility. And, like, I think it was such a powerful character choice that it's hard for me to be mad because, like, I love the way that she went out, and I loved how powerful of a statement it was and how beautiful it was. Um, But I'm also super mad that I'm not... I I hope they find a way to at least give me some Lenny moving forward. I'm nervous that for the rest of the episodes, I don't get any Lenny.
0: Well, I mean, uh,
2: to jump ahead to
0: the end, they're going to change time, so she's probably going to come back. Yeah,
1: we're going to see some more
2: of all these
0: characters. to your point, what I thought was so powerful about that moment is we've seen over the course of the seasons, Lenny created this body for herself out of will. I mean, teaming up with the Shadow King and making that happen, making it happen out of David's sister's body, which is horrible and awful. But for her to say, I'm going to give this up, that's how much this means to me, is a huge statement about her character in terms of the show.
1: Yeah. There you go. Very cool. Yes. Uh, we get another uh, entry in the Time Traveler series um, of how, why time traveling sucks because Switch is stashed in Carrie's black hole uh, right. on the dirigible. Great line. We're going to space. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I love that. I so love, fun.
0: Uh, Amber Midthunder, who yeah. plays she's Carrie, not Carrie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's, uh, she's so great. much fun. She's great. She's, she's so great good. to watch. Yeah.
1: Um, and then the uh, Shadow King is pulling some father shit on David. He's revealing oh, their position. Yeah. Um, to try and trap him.
2: Yeah, so uh, let's talk that about the Shadow... That was a weird moment where like, Shadow King was just like, oh, you don't want to do what I want to do? Guess what? I'm going to fucking ruin your whole plan. Yeah. Well, that was my question There is, uh, We've talked around a little bit the idea of,
0: is Amal Farouk pulling the strings overall? Is he trying to manipulate this entire situation? Um, I feel like after this episode, no. What? But I was also surprised... Maybe it's just ego on his part that he thought, yeah, of course, I can take down David. I'm smart enough. I'm the person who could take care of this on my own. So I'm going to twist this situation so that David can come up here. But that seems like a bold, reckless move on his part.
1: Well, I can see why you think that. But I also think he – I think it is ego driving him. He's has to – he thinks he's the most powerful mutant or person yep. in the on the planet – And David's challenging that because, and he's like, Amal Farouk is losing. And he even says to Sid, like he's more powerful than me, but he's also moody and making all these random, scattershot choices. So I think this was his like last chance. Yeah,
2: this was his. Uh, th- David's weak at this moment. I could take. He can spring of that. his trap. He's
1: yeah. angry and he knows that Sid is his ultimate weakness. Yeah. So yeah, he's th- like, let's. I'm going to spring the trap now, uh, best I can. I, I'm willing to sacrifice. But everybody. let's
2: talk about the Sid and David scene that we had here. Well,
1: so uh, we'll get there in one sec. So uh, David shows up. He's merciless. Um, he like just says, "Be free," and let's starts letting people just vanish. He goes right to Clark, just oh. straight up murders oh, him when so she, quickly. When he
2: was like, "I should have killed you the first time." He was like, "Yeah,
1: yeah." That I thought that was a great, was amazing, merciless awful. scene. Just awful. a great villain
2: scene.
0: Yeah, um, and he gets thrown out into space. Clark yeah. gets thrown out into space. Poor guy. Yeah, but very cool. you can
2: still sing in space. Yes, uh,
0: we know this. You k- saw the Last Jedi, right?
1: Care, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Carrie gets to fight some knife-wielding cult members, which I was down oh, with. Tonomy yeah, so, yeah. uh, uh, brick, go, brick goes walls out himself. Yeah. And is yeah. like, I'm out of here. I'm a robot. Uh, i got to work on my mustache. And then we get the big Sid and David conversation.
2: So Woo. this was amazing because Sid, right from the start, just goes, hey, uh, what are you looking for? Okay, here's the information. And I'm like, holy shit. And they really talk, which I was so excited we got to see. I I thought, Oh, please go ahead. Because the first time we saw Sid and David together, Sid takes the shotgun and shoots him no hesitation. Yeah. But this time they actually talked, which was very powerful and amazing. I was very apprehensive and
0: uncomfortable watching the scene, which I think was part of the point. 100%. But... I was worried about how they were going to execute it because David is in the wrong. David raped her. There is no coming back from that, and I was so scared they were going to get to a point where Sid was going to forgive him somehow. Yeah, Yeah.
1: It definitely felt that way, but I got to say they did such a good job of cutting through all of the insanity of the world they've built to just have a great like post-breakup relationship conversation yeah, where one person is 100% in the wrong and one person is not, yet everyone still meets sort of like, hey, we broke up and let's just talk normally. That, to me, felt very real to a breakup, not as extreme as all of this, but that was a very well done, and then the, when the, the trap was sprung, I thought yeah, that was... Yeah, so, so smart,
2: S- the way she set this whole thing yeah, up. It yeah, it was very well done. Really good. using her knowledge of David in well, such because a I smart think
0: way. To, I was feeling that apprehension the entire time, and I'd like to watch that scene again. I've only seen it once now, but yeah. uh, knowing what I know now, I think they they threaded the needle with the language throughout very yeah. well, yeah. where it was clear... Sid was uh, – this is also, I think, how Rachel Keller acted it, but she was keeping it on herself. Yeah. She was yeah. keeping it to herself, and she was talking through her own emotional growth and development, not putting it out on David. While David, the way that Dan Stevens was standing, he was standing a little forward. He's facing towards her. He's like, oh, great. Oh, Because we- she was giving
1: him exactly what he wanted. Like, yes. oh, my God, you are going to come back to me without me having to go change the timeline. Yeah. Uh, and
0: then when the music builds and builds and builds and yeah. she just slowly reaches up and touches his face, I screamed. Yeah. A perfect so moment. So great.
1: So good. Um, then it's we- great. Then we get into uh, I Am Legion. Um, She jumps into his brain, almost gets him killed by... Yeah, so, well, I think...
0: uh, Let's pause there for a second, because this is a big moment in the history of the show, is we've wondered the entire time, like, why is it called Legion? Why is it going to be like the comic book character? And what she seems to find out is that David is just one of the personalities inside of David. Yeah. Yeah. She gets inside of his safe place... And finds all of these other Davids there that surround her, and pull explains, her back, and decide, we're going to take over, and we're going to get David back in the body. Uh, and as you said, they say, I'm Legion, I'm Legion, we are Legion, we are Legion. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about that reveal as well, an X-Men fan?
2: That was it was great, but it also explains why we saw so many different sides of David and, like... Wh- it just made a lot more sense for from some of the fractured Davids we saw over the, the Well, but seasons. also in
0: that room. In the yeah. very first episode with Switch, there's a point when he's coming out of that room and he kind of, like, looks back and does a little nod no, and it's yeah. clear there's somebody else back there. Yeah, uh, That's great.
1: Yeah, and in earlier seasons, we've seen um, him and all in the white space, and you see all the, like, multitude of people there. So, like, I... F- was like, that's what that's Legion. That's all the personalities inside him, but they've never touched on it or confirmed it until now. So I was like, oh, great. I don't feel crazy yeah, for yes. thinking that and believing that. And I'm so happy that that's the choice they made because it's so great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So we get that scene and then they manage to take over Sid. Like yeah. they reverse it and they put David back in. And then David goes, he battles Farouk after that.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, With he, the help of Switch. Yep.
0: Yeah. He that again, another amazing scene, even though Switch is the bad guy at this point. Seeing Switch pop up behind Amal Farouk, open the doorway, and suck him oh, through it
2: was great. So cool, it's so excellent. And Man that e. whole like space between the space thing was so tripped out and amazing. Yeah, yeah. she
0: throws him into the time between time, yeah. which is like a bunch of slides. Uh, what do it's you It's like think? what happens
2: between the panels of a comic book,
0: yeah. What a what do you think is going to happen with Farouk now?
2: Um,
1: I he's powerful. He's been in that place before, yeah. Um, as we saw, so I think that, I don't think he's out. I think he's ready to fight fight back. If anything, well, now we, I, obviously time travel. Getting into sort of predicting what's coming next, time travel is going to be a factor here because oh, yeah. they killed so many members of the cast and uh, and shattered everything. I think that's going to happen. I think Amal Farouk will. Way in there, and I think he's going to end up being a bit of a villain. He's going to be, he's been a hero for all of this season. I think he's going to not for all tread the line a little this season. He's
0: been, I, I this would episode. bet, I don't know about the villain thing, but I would bet. Well, l- let's get to the end of the episode and then we can come back yeah. to this because there's only a little bit more. Uh, so after they battle Farouk, uh, then David tells. Uh Switch is like, what are we gonna do? They go into a very long song sequence too. I think it's an Elvis Costello
1: song. Yeah, what's so funny about Peace of an Understanding?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, which was
1: great. So cool. And also
2: that. it almost was like David was doing an impression of that actor from like the first season who would also like sing and be who was trapped in that weird like uh ice cube world or whatever it was. Jermaine Clement, yeah. yeah. Oliver Bird. Yeah. yeah. It Maybe? was yeah, it was they cool. It was sure.
0: Did you notice that Lenny was turning into a tree? Yes. Yeah. Which is interesting. That is, is interesting. Weird. That. It is weird. I wonder what that meant. I don't know exactly
2: what that means. Well, I think well, that there, wasn't there a tree late or like in a prior episode that was like a main part of something. There have been You're trees in of the, of the show. Lord of the Rings. No, that's what No, I'm not. Okay, are you thinking of trees? Scarlett
0: Johansson?
2: No. She
1: can be a tree.
2: Yeah. yeah. No.
1: Um, are you thinking? Oh, Wizard of Oz. The trees I'm, not that throw t- I'm talking
2: about like they went to. You thinking about smoking trees, man? Oh, the giving oh, wow, tree. Look at you with the with the weed ref. That yeah. was that he was gets it. Cool. You are talking about the giving tree? No, yeah. I'm talking about they went to when they were jumping in people's minds. There was one scene with the tree. I thought mm-hmm. you might be yeah. right. Yeah. Maybe anyway. so they go through the whole song
0: sequence. We even get to see, as we mentioned earlier, Clark is singing in Space and Dead. Lenny, even though she's dead, is singing. Everybody's singing. But it's clearly in David's mind. We cut back, and he answers Switch, tells her what they're going to do. She says, are we going to go back to your parents again, try to save you as a baby? He's like, no, I have a different idea, just something a little smaller. So, And then they disappear, and that's kind of where we end. Uh, so lots of questions here. To look yeah. back to the Amal Farouk thing, what I wanted to throw out earlier is I think what we're going to get the next episode is we're going to pick up with an alternate timeline. Everybody's living their alternate timelines, but Imam Farouk is outside of it. He's in the time Mm. between time. So I don't know if he'll be able to actually get out of that, but I would imagine he'll like... Show up in pictures talking to Sid. She'll know something's wrong. And That's I think cool. she's gonna be the one to break it It'll out be her.
1: David's idealized timeline. Yeah. With him and Sid together and everything's fine. Yeah. And Switch is there somehow. Does Switch love David? Why is she so I don't loyal know. to him? I don't
0: know what her deal is. It's I think little... she there's the little flash in the middle of the episode. That seems like a dream sequence where she's having dinner with her dad. She passes him the potatoes, even though he's on TV. Uh, he has the robots in his room. He's obsessed with robots. Yeah. And she checks the back of her neck, and she has a little um, twisty key thing going you think on she's there. a robot?
1: A time-traveling robot?
0: I think she... Th- Think she's a robot or worries that she's a robot.
1: That seems true, but I still don't know why
0: that
2: aligns her with David so hard.
0: Because she wants to feel human. Yeah. She wants to do something that matters. She wants to choose something that changes something. Plus, she
2: feels like a broken toy, and David's clearly a broken toy. Right. Like, she relates to David. Uh, Maybe- yeah. I,
0: I guess it's to me that she could do
1: that, have those same feelings with anyone. He is the most powerful, yes, but I don't think that helps her robot feelings. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's a, I love that idea. I feel like the show would absorb that, uh, the idea of this alternate timeline and then Sid rising up and being a hero to defeat David I think would be a great way to blow yeah. out
0: the season. We'll see. We only have, what, three episodes left at this yeah. point? Something yeah. like
2: that? It's crazy. Of the whole show ever.
0: Before we wrap up, and I know this is a little bit of a shorter one, uh, but we'll be back with super long ones, I'm sure, for the rest of the run. Uh, what was real this episode and what was not real? I'll throw out that I think that Switch was imagining the things with her being a robot. Like, I think that was yes. in her mind and something she was That
1: picturing. was in her mind when she's in the black hole. I'm starting to think of the cult and all those people. Not real. Really? Mm-hmm. I think that's happening in his head. I think that's the place he goes to feel like, uh, to get away from how all the villainous things he's doing.
2: Maybe. Pete?
0: And
2: uh, then he
1: manifested them on the blank. The
2: only thing that was real is the, the scene with his mom. It's the only thing that was real. The only yeah. thing? Yeah. The one from last episode? Was it last episode? Yeah. That thing in the sale? Oh, I thought yeah, that, that was, that was the last, last episode.
1: Wow, what a crazy thing to say that something from a different episode was real.
2: Huh. Whoa.
0: If you'd like to support our show, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by and we'll blow your freaking minds.
2: <laughs> Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us
0: on Twitter at comic book live. Check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and more. You can subscribe on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, or the app of your choice. And we'll see you inside Legion.
1: I'm real.